Sup, peeps. Welcome back to another episode of Off the McBeaten Path. Today we are in Istanbul, Turkey. Can you hear the call to prayer happening? Can you hear it? We are in the Muslim world, guys. We finally made it. Country number 18 on our tour across the world. We finally made it to the Muslim world, and it feels like we've really reached a new milestone. It feels like from here it's going to be smooth sailing. The countries are, are cheap. They're very interesting. I feel like the YouTube videos are going to be really good. Yeah, I just feel like from here it's going to be easy. Also, we don't have a motorcycle. We sold that puppy. If you guys missed on that, um, go check out the YouTube videos. Yeah, selling the bike was a hard decision. I was really stubborn about making it all the way across the world, all the way across Europe and Asia, the majority of the world, let's be honest, on, um, on a sport bike. I thought that was going to be so lit and hilarious, but turns out I can't afford it. I can't, number one, I can't even enter Turkey with the bike. Number two, I can't enter really any Middle Eastern countries without spending about three grand on the paperwork and all that shit. But if you guys have been watching the YouTube videos, I don't have to go into all that detail again because you already know what's going on. So I'm bikeless. We've been hitchhiking, taking boats, taking buses, trains, everything. I think, honestly, I feel like the videos are going to get more interesting from here on out because um, just the variety is going to be a lot, a lot better. So really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I checked in with you guys. It's been about a month. Um, last I was talking with you guys, I had food poisoning. I was going home for a wedding, which was a good old time. I got to rejuvenate the old spirit, the old soul, feeling really refreshed and really excited to like take on the next leg of the trip, which was at that time Eastern Europe, which we spent like two months in Eastern Europe. Can you guys believe that? That is crazy to me. Two months in Eastern Europe. I feel like we got to understand the culture pretty well. And anyways, Eastern Europe, Middle East, very exciting places, man. I feel like Western Europe was getting a little old. Um, I didn't post a ton of videos from there just because I feel like nothing super interesting was happening, at least in France and Germany and whatnot. Well, I mean, that's a lie. I had a good time in France at the Eiffel Tower with those, those Portuguese babes or the Brazilian babes. But now we're in like a very interesting part of the trip. I've never been to the Middle East ever. This is my first Muslim country and it's already so incredibly interesting. But um, yeah, after the wedding, I just feel fucking rejuvenated, man. Like just ready to, um, to continue with the journey. Yeah, before I left, I was feeling like really burnt out. Um, the whole YouTube uh, hustle has been very challenging. And um, I think I was just ready to like take a few weeks break, which was amazing. Got to see family and uh, started feeling really good about the process again. Yeah, guys, we were in Ukraine for like three weeks. Um, and then like two or three weeks later, it got bombed. We left the day, the, the following day that Putin said he was gonna mobilize 300,000 more Russian troops. We left the next day. Good move on our part because Kiev and Lviv were both bombed shortly after we left. So that was a close call, man. That was a close call. Um, yeah, I went to Moldova, Transnistria, also very interesting parts of the world. I hope you guys enjoyed those videos. And then I met my buddy Steve in Hungary. We traveled to like three countries together, fucking North Macedonia, Serbia, and Hungary. Nice little road trip. And I feel like the way I travel is actually really like kind of alternative and like it, it, it's fun. It's the way I like to do it, but it can get very exhausting. And sometimes I just kind of long for like a regular ass vacation with friends, like going to the beach for like seven days or 
just doing some just like more regular shit and i feel like with steve and and his friend that came along we got to do that like we had just it was actually really nice just like a crazy road trip went to three countries in like three days just something that i would usually never do we rented a car went out to nice restaurants got airbnbs and stuff it was just it's just nice to mix it up dude when you're on the road for so long you kind of have to like diversify how you do things or, or it just gets really old, you know? And we're coming up on six months on the road. Six months on the road, guys. Huge milestone. Oh yeah, and then that was my birthday, yo. I just turned 29 in Hungary amongst friends in a grungy bar in Budapest. It was a good old time. And the next day I went to the spa, got a massage, had a nice little self-care day. Honestly, dude, after being alone for so long, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to complain or whatever. I'm just going to keep it 100 with you guys. Oh, I feel a little weird saying that. Am I too old to say keep 100? I don't know. It was just nice to like be around people that I know on my birthday, like people that actually fuck with me, people that actually care about me instead of just being around like strangers in a hostel that'll just take you out to drink and say happy birthday, but they don't really know who you are. It's nice to like be with people that you know. And I feel like when you're traveling for so long, switching countries every three or four weeks, you're not developing those like deep friendships. You know what I mean? You can, you, it's possible, but it's, it's a more rare, obviously. If you're hanging out in a place for years at a time, you have like deep soul connections with people. So anyways, it was just really nice to, to be with my friends on my birthday, man. Um, I feel like otherwise I would have been really lonely. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And then so I rode from Hungary through Romania to Bulgaria and I knew we were going to have to sell the bike in Bulgaria. That was like the number one priority was selling the motorcycle in Bulgaria, trying to get as much money as possible, which was very challenging. I lost a lot of money on that motorcycle. I sold it for less than half than I bought it for. Uh, yeah, very challenging selling the bike because it's fucking uh, October. Like the, the motorcycle season is pretty much over right now. So it's really challenging to get rid of it. It's really challenging to convince somebody to sell a bike when it's about to get cold in their country. Anyways, you don't care about that shit. But anyways, it took me like 11 days to sell the bike, dude. It took me so long. And when I finally did, I left immediately, got on a train, and then I had a connection at the border of, um, or near the border of uh, Bulgaria and Turkey. And I missed the connection, dude. I missed the connection. So I had to stay an extra day and then I got on the next train the next day, got kicked off that train because the ticket was wrong and had an issue with the visa. I didn't think I was gonna get into Turkey. Basically, long story short, Bulgaria was like, had its claws in me. Wow, this lady has a lot to say. Bulgaria had its claws in me, bro. I feel like it didn't want me to leave. Like I was trying so desperately hard to leave. <laughs> You know what I mean? And just with the visa, the motorcycle, missing the train, it was like everything was against me. Like, no, you are staying in Bulgaria. <laughs> but I finally made it out, guys. I just fucking Googled that shit so fast on my phone. How to get Turkish visa. It was 3 o'clock in the morning at the border. And I just bought the first one I saw. It was $100. And it was going to take two days to get to my phone. But I just showed the guy the receipt. I was like, here, dude, I bought it. Can I please get in? He's like, stamp, you're in. Easy peasy, ready to go. So I'm very grateful for that homie not doing his job correctly at the Turkish border. <laughs> Fucking A, dude. I didn't think we were ever going to get out of Bulgaria. All right, what else we got? Yeah, dude, so I was trying to sell the bike in Bulgaria, and my plan was to go to this motorcycle camp. 
okay? It's a place where motorcycles go, they camp out. It's just, it's, it's like a big commune, basically, with just motorcycle riders. Wow, homegirl is chatty today. Anyways, it was like me and like five or six other motorcycle riders who had just been touring across Europe for months and months and months. And I feel like those people get it, dude. Holy shit. Come on, lady, say what you got to say. I feel like those people at the motorcycle camp fucking get it, bro. They get it. They travel long term. They travel cheap. They travel local. They go to places people think are dangerous. Because when you're crossing land borders, you don't really have much of an option. Like if you're going from Turkey, right, like Bulgaria to Turkey, think, think about the countries that Turkey borders. What, Azerbaijan or Armenia, one of the two. Either way, there's a civil war. There's a war happening between those two countries. Syria, Iraq, Iran. Like, if you're traveling on a motorcycle from Turkey, like, you're going to places that people think are dangerous. You know what I mean? Which brings me to my next point. I posted a question in a subreddit, okay? I don't want to make this, like, an internet drama podcast, but I was just trying to, like, probe people on how to get into a certain country. I want to cross the land border. I don't want to fly, okay? I might have to end up flying because of the visa situation in this particular country. I won't tell you what country it is yet, but if you're watching the videos, you will know soon. I posted a question. I googled um, best subreddits to post travel questions in, and one of them was our wanderlust. A place where open-minded people explore the world, get out of their comfort zone. Explore places maybe people think are dangerous, you know, but they're getting out there. They're questioning questioning boundaries. They're expanding their mind. This is what I thought. Wanderlust, right? This is what you think when you think of wanderlust. So I posted a question. I said, hey, I'm wondering about such and such land border from Turkey. Is it possible to cross? Because I don't want to fly, right? I think it's more interesting to take the bus. You see the entire country. You see how the landscape changes. It's more of an adventure. You meet locals, you meet people in like lower income brackets. It's just more interesting than just sitting on a plane and being an NPC, right? Well, I posted this question and people roasted me, bro. They were like, oh, you're making disaster porn and you're exploiting these poor people. It was the same in Bulgaria when I went to uh, the Gypsy Village. It was the same, dude. I asked locals like, do you have any tips? I want to go to the, the gypsy village. Have you ever been? What would you recommend? And they're like, just don't go. You're going to get stabbed. It's not a zoo. You know, these poor people are living in poverty. They don't want to be exploited for your YouTube channel. You know what I mean? It's like you have these woke people who are triggered that you're colonizing this low-income community that you're infiltrating. You're colonizing them. Ooh, stay away, white colonizer. So you have the woke people on this in this camp, and then you have those super right-wing people who are like, oh, they're all criminals, they're all terrorists, whatever. You're gonna get stabbed, you're gonna get shot, you're, they're gonna steal your camera. All of them are like this. It's dangerous for white people to go there. You know, and both of those people have in common fear and division, okay? I don't want to outright say they're both racist. I feel like that word gets thrown out a lot, but I feel like there is a hint of that. But one thing I know for sure is it's fear and division. They want you to be afraid of these people because they're afraid. And if you're not afraid, what does that say about them? 
and they want us to be divided. They think, oh, I am white, I am from the USA, I am not allowed to fraternize with the other, right? Which is sickening. It's really just a sickening way to look at the world. And like, if you're watching this and you are personally afraid of hanging out with gypsies or going to terrorist countries, that is fine. I, I understand. I am a little afraid as well. I'm not saying everyone should go to these places, but what I am saying is don't put your worldview onto everybody. You're like, oh, I'm afraid of these places. I would not go to these places. Therefore, you should not go to these places. Therefore, no one that looks like you should go to these places. And that's essentially what these people are saying. Like the nasty shit people have said to me, they're like, oh, it's not a zoo. You're exploiting these poor people colonizer leave them alone or don't go to xyz because they're all terrorists my brother was in the military and he says they're all terrorists i just feel like that's a sickening way to look at the world and especially in a community of people that say they are wanderlust that say you know like those same people would go to i don't know turkey or like romania and say Oh, guys, it's not as bad as the media says. It's, you know, maybe we've been lied to or maybe, like, it's not so bad. Or maybe you should see it for yourself and form your own opinion. Whoa, what a concept. Go someplace, see it for yourself, form your own opinion. Crazy. Groundbreaking concept. (laughs) Those same people will do that shit in countries that they deem safe. But when you go to a place, when you actually follow their advice and go to a place that is out of their comfort zone, they say, bad, colonizer, those people are terrorists. You know what I mean? It's just, it's gross. It's gross. Like, and all I'm doing, and you guys have seen my videos, all I'm doing is walking around, asking people questions, seeing what's going on, seeing how the community is. I'm literally walking around and talking to people. That is is the basis of the videos having fun meeting locals getting drinks and it's like crazy it's like these liberal people have like just been totally brainwashed like being liberal being like left wing used to be like questioning authority you know getting out of your comfort zone like exploring boundaries like and now it's like oh listen to the media media says bad therefore bad and they're trying to like shame me for And I'm sorry if I'm ranting on this, but it's just been on my mind. Like, I feel like this is like in the zeitgeist of travelers. They're like, there are forbidden places you're not allowed to go. You know, if you don't want to go, I don't give a fuck. Don't go. That's fine. But I'm going. I'm going to go. I'm going to show people what's going on. You know? And it's not always like the objective truth. It's not always like, oh, I had a good experience in the gypsy neighborhood. Therefore, gypsy neighborhoods are good. I don't want to say that. If that's been my message in my videos, I'm sorry. That's not what I meant to say. I'm just showing you an experience that I had, right? I'm just showing you a real day in the life, so to speak. (sighs) It's crazy how, like, some people are just like, these places are forbidden. It's, like, so simple-minded, man. Like, I thought being, like, open-minded and woke was, it used to be about, questioning authority and questioning what you hear in the media and like being a skeptic but now it's like oh well the media said this my boss told me this facebook told me this youtube told me this so therefore it's like this 
But I'm just saying, that's great. It might be like that, but let's see. Let's see. It could be dangerous. Let's see. It could be dangerous. I'm open to that possibility. You know what I mean? That That's in the realm of possibilities too. It doesn't fucking matter. I'm not trying to go there with an agenda, although it usually is safer than people think. But I'm going there with an open mind. I'm, I'm actually trying to be a wanderlust. I'm trying to like explore the earth. And the thing is, are these people actually worried about me? Are they worried about me, a stranger on the internet? Or is their reaction, their anger and disgust at me really a reflection of how they feel about themselves? Because I'm questioning reality. I'm questioning what I hear from other people. I want to see it for myself. But what does that say about them? Maybe they hear that I am exploring this place and they think, oh, but I've heard it's dangerous. I can't be wrong. What does that make me? That makes me wrong. That makes me ignorant. It's crazy, dude. And like the people on the left are the most aggravating because they're supposed to be the open-minded ones. You know, and they're like, oh, it's not a zoo. Don't exploit them, colonizer. And it's like, all right, you're actually preaching division, dude. You are preaching division. You are saying, you look like this, do not go to this place. That to me is racist. That to me is dividing people further. What am I, I mean, dude, the gypsies, for example, have like a terrible reputation in Europe. Terrible. You go to any European country, you say, they blame all the crime on the gypsies, all the violence on the gypsies. And then when I say like, oh, like, can I go to the neighborhood? They're like, no, 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 don't go. Not allowed to go. It's like, bro, who's going to show people that it's okay? Who's going to show people that it's not as bad as it is in their minds or in the media? You know, because those are powerful tools of manipulation, bro. The media. They have an agenda, dude. I'm not trying to get, like, too red-pilled on you guys, but, like, they have an agenda, bro. They want to scare you. They want to keep you in your house, watching television, watching advertisements, and buying shit. Buying security systems. Buying the highest safety-rated car. Buying a Ford F-150. They want to keep you stupid, bro. And I'm trying to actually go out in the world and explore. And like, hey, if it's dangerous, fine. Like I said, fine. I'm just here to explore. But the thing is, like, the people with the strongest opinions are oftentimes the most ignorant about a topic. They're speaking from emotion. They're not speaking from fact. A lot of people that responded to my my question in the, in the Reddit were like, just angry. And then you had other people... Who had actually been there, maybe they had been deployed, or maybe they worked at the embassy or something, or they have actually been to the country I'm trying to go to. And they were like, hey, you know, do this, here's how you get across the land border, these are some essential phrases. Like, they gave me concrete information, which I'm down for. And I also, I would be down for them to say, hey, it's dangerous, don't go, I used to live there, blah, blah, blah. That's fine, because they actually have an educated opinion. But it's all these motherfuckers, these keyboard warriors that think they know about a place they've never been to. And to me, that's the most aggravating, bro. Like, if you don't want to go, don't go. But I'm going to go. I'm going to see it for myself. Well, anyways, guys. Just kind of wanted to come on here and rant about this because I feel like it is in the zeitgeist of travelers. Like, there are certain forbidden places. Ooh. Also, who the fuck is whistling? Why are you whistling so much, dude? Can't you see I'm trying to make some internet money here? You know what also is crazy? Like if a journalist goes, if someone that works for NBC goes to a war zone or something and they report and they show you what's going on from their perspective, right? From their media perspective, whatever. 
people are like, oh, that's fine. But like when a when an individual independent YouTuber tries to go, it, it all of a sudden becomes this taboo thing where it's like you're not allowed to go. I just don't get it, dude. I just don't understand. I don't get it. It's a lot of hypocrisy in the travel community. A lot of hypocrisy. Well, anyways, like I said, I just wanted to come in here rants, and I wanted you to hear this guy whistling constantly in Turkey. But yeah, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Be sure to share the podcast with your homies. Um, it's really just for me and for you. I, I just I just wanted to be entertainment. I wanted to be like a place for me to vent and talk about my travels. So if you like it, share it. If you don't, don't. That's fine. <laughs> Let's see. Are we good? We got anything else? Yeah, that's pretty much it, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. If you haven't, subscribe on the YouTube channel, Off the McBeaten Path. I have the Spotify. I'm going to put it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Share it with your friends. Please subscribe. All right, peeps. I'll see you in the next one, probably in a month from a different country with many stories to tell. All right. Peace.